Welcome to the Not the Christ podcast. I'm your host, and I'm not the Christ. On today's episode, we're going to address that very popular question who cares? Who cares what the Bible says? Well, I do. And I'm going to tell you why you should too. We all should. We're going to address who cares what the Bible says today. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know, today's sponsor of the episode is the Montana Shadow Foundation, montanafoundation.com. Montana Shadow Foundation provides financial support to children, families, and organizations uh, caring for those uh, who have suffered or are experiencing child trauma and abuse, uh, addictions, and various other serious issues. So visit montanafoundation.com for more information or to donate generously. montanafoundation.com. So here we go. We're going to get started with who cares what the Bible says. So who cares, right? Who cares what the Bible says? I mean, okay. So it is God's word. God gave it to man as a, as a, uh, a guiding uh, light, an instruction manual. Um, whatever you want to call it. But who cares? Why do I really need to know everything in it? I mean, I get the, the general rules. I suppose that's valid from the standpoint of ignorance. Let's go through a couple of things that Jesus told us about why we need to know what it says. Not just who wrote it, just believing that Jesus is the Son of God, God himself incarnate in the flesh, doesn't really benefit much because, after all, Satan believes, <laughs> the demons believed, but it's not helping him. Jesus gives us a few instructions during his time on this planet specifically in regards to why we need to know what the scripture says. Let's look at a couple. In Luke 19, Jesus says, For days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment around you, surround you and close you in on every side, and level you and your children within you to the ground and they will not leave you in one stone upon another because you did not know the time of your visitation so he's overlooking Jerusalem and he's saying you're in big trouble because you didn't know the time of your visitation what does the time of your visitation mean the time of your visitation was right then he was speaking in the present moment this is the time and I your God am visiting you. And because you didn't know that when I got here, you should have been expecting it is what he's saying. To translate again, he's saying, if you had known what the scripture told you about when I would visit you, you would recognize it now and you would know the time of your visitation and you would have avoided a whole lot of trouble that you are now in. He was referencing specifically to 
Zechariah, verse, uh, excuse me, book chapter 9, excuse me, verse 9, where the prophet wrote, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just in having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass, and upon a colt, the foal of an ass. You see, the, the, the belief at the time was that Messiah would come on a white horse conquering, which is also prophesied. But that was a prophecy of the second coming when Jesus comes back to rule and reign from the earth for a thousand years with a rod of iron. But the initial visitation was prophesied that he would come lowly riding upon an ass upon the colt, the foal of an ass which he was sitting at the time when he came and overlooked Jerusalem before he rode in the triumphal entry and the disciples shouted, Hosanna. He was fulfilling what was written centuries before and fully documented thus that he would arrive lowly and riding on an ass, the on a colt, the full of an ass, which he told his disciples to go and find this colt and bring it to him to fulfill this prophecy. And he was saying, the trouble you're in and will experience it because you did not know what this scripture said. Let's look at Second Peter. In Second Peter, this one's awesome because Peter's going to tell you a little bit about walking personally with Jesus on the planet himself. Jesus walked side by side with him and saw him do amazing things. Check this out. Peter writes, For we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. We saw it with our own two eyes. For he received from God the Father honor and glory, when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Peter was personally there at the Mount of Transfiguration when Jesus was illuminated by this light and glowed and this voice from heaven came, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Peter was standing there watching him with Moses and Elijah visiting him on this planet in this transfiguration and revelation. And this voice which came from heaven we heard, he says, when we were with him in the Holy Mount. I heard it with my own ears. And then this is where it really gets good. Peter says, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Peter is saying very clearly here that I saw things with my own eyes. I heard things with my own ears. But we have even a more sure proof of who he is and what will come to pass through prophecy in the scripture. Jesus is telling us, Peter is telling us here, inspired by the Holy Spirit, that what you see with your eyes and what you hear with your ears and what you touch with your hands are not as sure, not as reliable as what the scripture says. 
Why do you think that is? Well, it occurs to me that in this day of, in this day and uh, age of technology, that on the movie screen, anything can be done. On the computer screen, anything can be done. Watch the Fantastic Four or Superman. Anything can be made and produced to tell your eyes that you saw something or that something was possible, even if it isn't. In this life of screens we look at, so many hours every day, with Photoshop and all sorts of production software uh, uh, and computer graphics and, and effects, we can actually make things seem real that aren't real. And I believe Jesus was anticipating, excuse me, the Holy Spirit was anticipating this and educating us through Peter's writing in the first century that there will come a time when we can see things in addition to what he saw. But we're going to see things and maybe we can trust him and maybe we can't, but we can always trust prophecy. Why do we need to know what the scripture says? Because it's more validated, more authoritative, and more reliable than what you see, hear, and touch for yourself in your own life. So Jesus speaking in the Gospel of Matthew in chapter 24, he gives us a warning about why we need to know what Scripture says. Jesus says, Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here he is, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs, and false prophets who shall show great signs and wonders performing miracles insomuch that if it were possible they should deceive the very elect behold I have told you before he's saying listen I've told you now so when it happens you will recognize it as deception and you will not be deceived why is it important to know what the scripture says he's telling you? Behold, I've told you before it happens, beware. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he's in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he's in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. He's saying, that there will be those that impersonate him returning to rule and reign. And if someone tells you, look, there's someone in the desert calling down fire from the sky, don't go and look. It's not me. Look, some, he's in the secret chambers. He's over there hiding. In the temple, he's there. He's in a secret room. He's raising people from the dead. Believe it not. And he tells you right here, when I come, as lightning cometh out of the east and shine even into the west, you know what lightning's like when lightning strikes. There's no hiding it. You don't have to go look for it. It comes to you. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So Jesus is telling us, you got major trouble because you didn't know what the scripture said. Things are going to happen that you see with your eyes and hear with your ears and touch with your hands. But you may or may not be able to, be, to believe that it's true or that it's reliable. But what is reliable is what the scripture says. And thirdly, he says, when they tell you I've come to go find me, don't go because you won't have to go. 
when I come, I'm coming to you and everyone will see and every tongue will confess, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. Jesus Christ, Yeshua, is Lord. Who cares what the Bible says? I do. And we all should. Well, I hope you enjoyed that uh, short episode on Who Cares What the Bible Says. This is the Not the Christ podcast, and I am your host, and I'm not the Christ. Don't forget today's sponsor is Montana Shadow Foundation, montanafoundation.com for more information or to donate generously. Thanks. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.